104 to 107 nationwide. Second hour of the show, we get into trends taking place this past 24 hours. And joining us is social media commentator Adekunle Olawabi. Good morning to you, Adekunle. Adekun- um, hi, how are you doing today? I um, am thank fantastic. you for having me. Lovely. Can you hear me, by the way? Yes, I can hear you. Yes, I can. Lovely. How are you doing this morning, by the way? Um, it's quite a. It's, um, I can see the sunrise. It's quite a, a warm uh, morning. It's um, we slowly get into the summer this side, and it's quite. Uh, uh, it's quite a sunny. I think it's going to be the temperatures going to be rising and um, quite quite chilled. Yeah. Lovely. Uh, Lovely. Oh, it's it's cold in the studio, but that is not the focus. <laughs> the focus is what's been trending this past 24 hours on Twitter. We're going to start off with Temba Homecoming. Now, Big Brother Mzanzi Temba has received a warm welcome back home in Alex, where he hails from, although Pop, he did not win the contest, which I find quite interesting. What was it about Temba that stole the hearts of South Africans? I think quite a lot of things um, caught um, um, Timber's uh, attention. It was it was something that kept going on on Twitter, and 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 they said um, even though he didn't win the money, but he's been able to win the heart of the people. I think he was one of those people that people felt he was really uh, himself. He was actually uh, um, really um, was it was I think the charisma as well. Um, it's about the vibe about him. There's just um, something that people just feel about uh, Temba in the house, and I think that also got him through to to be the, a runner-up. And in fact, when he, when he actually uh, get to uh, concede that uh, position, uh, the, the the first position, he, we didn't even think it wouldn't have been him. So he actually thought he was going to win, and it's just it's just him, and and he's been natural. And and people really love him for that because a lot of trips are can can stop you know talking about him and how they feel about him and all that. So it's actually very um, quite an interesting uh, um, homecoming, uh, quite a warm one actually, considering the weather in in in, in Johannesburg right now. Mm, fair play. So. I was looking at social media and I noticed this phrase being used uh, alongside his name quite often. Uh, he's got undeniable star power. What does that refer to? Did you have the opportunity to watch uh, Big Brother Mzanzi? And if so, what does that mean? What does Timber having star power mean? I, I think it's it, it all, you know, it, it's just something that, you know, of course, everyone has uh, different opinion about how to feel about him. But of course, um, I mean, looking at the, how it's the, the trend, the, the amount of tweets and uh, the followers, even on Instagram that he's been able to get, the reaction that people are, the love that people are showing to him, I think it's, you know, I think it has to do with me, you know, maybe it could be the, I think it's beyond the looks, beyond the tattoos. The, I think it's more about how people were able to connect to the emotive side of him. And I think that is actually one of the things that people find unique about him. And, and you know, it, 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 it's just something that you can, you know, it comes in different, different um, 
personality at some point in time, and I think the tattooing side also it's got the appeal. It's got the you know he says the right thing at the right time and all of that. All right. Um, speaking about his tattoos, now we know that he had the unfortunate incident where his tattoo parlor had burnt down. Then fans went as far as to uh, erect a GoFundMe initiative uh, to aid Temba. How is that going along? How far have they come thus right now? Yes, uh, with that, it's, it's um, looking at um, how much he wanted to raise. He wanted to raise uh, 2 million uh, rand. And right now, he's just got uh, 7% of it. I think this is also something that, I mean, for him to have been able to raise about 142,000 rand out of 2 million, it just shows that um, it's, it's getting that, that support. Of course, considering the economic situation, the country, people are coming out of COVID and all of that. So I can only wish him luck, you know, in the, in the fundraising uh, mission about... 879 donors so far, and they've contributed um, 142,000. I think it's far off from his max, and it's about 7%. And, and I think maybe as time goes on, it, would, it can bring back, you know, the, the attention of, the, of his fans and his, his followers to it. I, I think it's something that it can achieve. And Adekunle, in your own personal um, opinion, how do you think reality shows affect our social disposition within our social communities? And I'm very much, and uh, you know, it's, uh, reality shows and then content that have been shared on social media. I think it has actually shaped uh, human behavior. It has shaped uh, our human interaction, how we we connect to one another, and and, and it you know this has got its good side. It's also got a dark side as well. But we can't we can't um, take away the impact of social um, reality shows in our in our social behaviors as humans. It, it it is something that is highly influential, and it it it, it shapes a lot of uh, uh, you know our thoughts and behaviors. Yeah, it does. It does have an impact. Ready, let's move on to the next trend. I see that Cuba has made it onto the South African trend list. What is going on there? Yeah, it's, it's something, you know, there's been quite a lot of, you know, I would say tension, it, you know, at a time where we, we had to get doctors from Cuba, there were reaction from from um, union in South Africa saying we cannot be paying um, uh, doctors this amount of money and we have local doctors and all sort of things. So there have been that back and forth and union fighting the government, uh, trying to get the government to justify why they need to, you know, donate that amount of money to them. And, and, and the president had to uh, set the record to say we, they would actually not you know, be donating cash or money to them at the moment right now, they would probably just uh, donate humanitarian aid and health items uh, to them. I mean, um, the Cuban government have been an all-time friend of, of, the, of, of South Africa. I mean, despite the sanction being, being uh, added on to them from the United States, and South Africa also is sort of a friend to the United States as well. So it's a bit tricky situation. But the president had to had to diffuse that tension 
by saying, hang on, we understand, we, you know, we are also cash-strapped. We're considering what has happened in, in Durban as well, the Durban flood and Eastern Cape as well. The donation that is coming in, is, is I do not think it's, it's enough. And, and they are sort of trying to get the attention of the president to say, look, we have our own problems too. We cannot, uh, we have to take care of home first before going out there. And, and, and I think it's a good thing this president has to listen to them and, and try to see how they can make use of the, the money available to the people that need, the, need it the most in, in, in the country. I see. Now, um, what I did realize is that there was a mention of humanitarian aid and health items, but what do these physically look like in the context of Cuba? Um, I think, I mean, with humanitarian aid and, and health equipment, uh, it could be it could be food. It could be it, anything that that is not uh, money. And, and I'm sure we can even spend. Um, we have South African agric- agriculture have a lot of um, things that agriculture produce that we can spend them. And 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 some health items. We've got uh, pharmaceutical companies in South Africa that are part of South African that can send medications if they need them over there. And I think and it, it's just sort of like even you know um, you know the, the the relationship in between the two nations it come way back and and um, the, the the president is just trying to ensure that that relationship is is not severed in you know despite the union reaction and the people you know voicing their opinion he had to just maintain that relationship is kept you know as as it used to be and um, I think it's a good call from the president. Right. Now, these funds were meant to be drawn from the African Renaissance Fund. Tell me about that. Yeah, it's, it's like so with, the, with the funds from the African ISS uh, Fund, it's basically is to, to support people from other countries in, 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 you know, when they're in need. And, and, and also, and, you know, it, it's, it's, it's you know, not just for you know, like you have other countries in Africa, and it's just, it's just you know, fortunate that this time it is Cuba, and and um, and I think we, I think for me it's more about, um, and also with what people are saying on on, on Twitter, also is that there's you know, Cuba is faced with you know, shortage of food right now, fuel, medicine, and and electricity and all that, so it is beyond those things and you know these are the basic things that they need right now and and South Africa has been able to you know step you know step in to say hang on hold friend we can we can you know we are not uh, like the United States or other bigger countries like that in terms of the economy but we will always make sure that you are looked after and, and I think it's, it's um, the United fund we would definitely go along with Lastly, the donation uh, was sort of halted, and so the the payment hasn't been processed. Are they? Is there any progress on this? Are we seeing any sort of progress moving forward with regards to the donation being met? Um, it's, they, they haven't really, you know, like right now. It, it, it just, I think, we have to just uh, keep uh, keep ourselves um, just like following up with with it because. Like right now, then according to to what we, we that is out there, uh, I mean, it's it's just it's just a matter of like I think um, 
with the release of about 50 million rand from the Renaissance Fund that was provided to the Ministry of Finance. But I, the thing is, it's, it's, I'm not entirely sure how far that will go, you know, considering the, the state of things right now. And, I mean, it's been approved for the request of, of assistance in Cuba. And But I, it's just, you know, I'm not entirely sure how, you know, of course, it's, it's better than nothing, if mm-hmm. I would say. It's better than, it's, it's, it's actually sufficient enough. Fair play. On to the next hashtag. We're looking at soccer and essentially Antikazi and Simba now. Um, what we do know is that the co-coach Mandla Antikazi has been expressing his unhappiness with regards to this past Sunday's match uh, with Pirates, Orlando Pirates specifically, going up against Simba. What was he expressing? Because there are a few things he had said uh, or he had made mention of. Yes, um, I, I will try. I promise not to speak uh, as an Orlando Pirate fan, even though I am one. I will try <laughs> I and be fair with the comment. I see. But um, I mean, considering the, the the stats in the game, uh, we've seen uh, Simba fired seventeen shots, and Orlando Pirate had seven shots and um, five shots on target, and, and three shots on target from Pirate. And, I mean, the, the possession didn't say much about the game. And sometimes you'll find a team, you know, having so much shot doesn't really mean on target. We will focus more on the target, which is five shots on target on Simba and three shots on target at Orlando Pirate. And, and and I like the way, man, of course, he was frustrated. And and uh, he also felt like the, the penalty that was given to Simba was not fair. You know, it wasn't justified. And also felt like the... Um, the VAR was not used, and and he was trying to let them understand that. He, he, he actually also posed a rhetorical question to them in his in his press interview. That would you like you know Simba to to be treated the way they were treated in in, in Tanzania? And he was actually expressing his frustration. And I think he even challenged the journalists there to say they should write the truth. They should tell it as it is, and not be you know one-sided and. Um, which I think um, it, it, just, it just took me aback when, you know, South Africa was robbed by Ghana as well, mm. you know, in that penalty. And, and, and the Safa tried, you know, to, to get FIFA to, to get a replay and it didn't happen. And it just took us back, you know, memory lane to say, you know, and this is another one that has happened, you know, to Orlando Pirates in Tanzania. So, and he thinks when they come to Soweto to play, he think. You know, the second leg they would have a, with the Orlando Pirates would have a, would have to work really hard and 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 turn this around, and 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 hope they can punish them. You know, with goals and and win this time around. So it wasn't really um, the, the best experience, mm. I would say. Do we have any? evidence to sort of support what uh, Coach Mandla was saying when he said that um, the team was treated like animals when they arrived. Do we have evidence of this anyway? Um, there, there, there isn't really. And uh, of course, we have to definitely, uh, you know, ask them. It, it, I know it would really be kind of sensitive uh you know, thing to you know to to, to the experience, and mm. it would be nice if they could actually bring that up so that um, one can be able to um, substantiate the allegation that were being put forward. And um, it, it, if if truly did this happened, it 
uh, I think CAF should actually uh, look into this and, and ensure that when players travel out of the country to other places, they should feel at home, they should feel at, at ease to actually be able to, for them to perform you know, as expected from the team. Now, CAF matches are infamous uh, for issues such as this with officiation and the likes. Why is this the case? I didn't, I, I didn't get that question. So CAF matches are infamous for these kind of allegations. Why is this such a centered topic around CAF Confederations Cup? Um, it's, 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 you know, the CAF Confederation Cup, it's, it's, it's quite a, uh, it's part of, um, it's quite, uh, you know, competitive and, and, you would uh, everybody wants to win and it's every every club's uh, dream to play in the champions league and also in the in the in the cup confederation cup and 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 also i'm sorry i'll bring in again to south african Ghanaian uh, qualification it's quite everyone wants to go to the world cup mm. and um, nations cup everyone wants to get into the championship and and so when it's that time so it's always going things are going to happen and emotions are going to be tense and and um, of course, like Bafana Bafana to also complain about the distance they had to travel, the, the, the travel time, and all of these things are not put into consideration. It could also be poor planning from CAT as well, and and it's also it's also important that they need to also make sure that uh, stadiums are not so far from from the airports, and mm. they need to have uh, enough time to rest, enough time to train, and the logistics. And of course, some of these uh, cities are. Are also affected by infrastructures as well. We've had some team that had to travel to Nigeria and get into the airport. They couldn't fly. We've seen Gabon, Gabonese team have to sleep at the airport because they couldn't get a connecting flight. So these are things that we get to see from time to time in African football. And and it was actually saying Manla was saying, why are we doing this in Africa? Why is it an African thing? We've seen Champions League being played in Europe, and we see everything goes according to plan. But we, and he was even complaining about the VAR not being used, even though they did say it was available, and they said they went to check, they were switched off. So that's also something an allegation CAF should also look into. Mm-hmm. And of course, it would be good that CAF addresses so that. We you know the most importantly the fans, and when they come to Soweto to play, it is important for them to know that um, these issues were addressed, so that they don't see retaliation from from the, from the South African side, you know, whether directly or indirectly, and all of that. All right, let's move on to the next hashtag, which I think is a little cringeworthy. Uh, Viola Davis and Michelle. Now, award-winning actress Viola Davis is playing former American First Lady in this new series titled The First Lady. Adekunle, have you had the privilege of watching um, the series? I haven't watched it yet, but I've seen the trailers. I've seen some clips that were shared across the internet, and I think... Yes, it's the, the the old trending about the Viola Davis. It's actually, uh, you know, it, it's quite interesting to see how you know she's trying so hard to um, to to play the character of Michelle Obama in, in the, the First Lady, and and I think that's a little bit too much of the you know you know of the of the the, the, the dramatization that she's bringing into it, and um, and I think. There's, I think she's a bit too much she's doing, you know, and um, the, the 
people are not really happy, and this has also affected the the, the ratings as well on on Rotten Tomatoes, and it, it's not looking good, and and it's just sort of. Uh, we know how to be, you know, you know, a great, uh, you know, a great actor, and 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 and, and this is just something that we not um, the people, the fans are a bit disappointed, and they they were not expecting this. Um, and when I noticed it, I saw I think two videos. I saw it again, and I realized that okay, I think the the troops are actually right for the tweet. It wasn't coming from, uh, for it, it's coming from a, from a place where it's not like they were eating on her. But I think their frustrations are sort of valid in a way. My goodness. And has Michelle Obama responded to the conversation that's currently taking place? Has she said anything at all? Um, not that I can think of. I can I can find at the moment right now. But um, I, I wouldn't think she would take, she would um, respond to this because... Um, they are like I think maybe later maybe she would maybe one of this uh, pop into in, you know interviewers would would pop the question to her but she hasn't released an official uh, message around it or her views on the acting of course she'll probably she'll probably just uh, laugh about it and tell people to get over it or I don't know but I don't think she'll make a big deal out of it as as chips are already doing at the moment. Do you think production uh, behind the First Lady is going to consider some changes uh, given the current views of those who are watching uh, the First Lady? I think definitely they would um, they would definitely uh, look into it because it, uh, I, I actually wasn't sure what is the thought or the reason behind it. We've seen, um, you know, um, Autobiographies being dramatized, being into into movie screen um, movies or series, and you know, you know, it's not. I think this aspect of the pouting of the leaps, it's just, it's just, um, it's not really that uh, nice. And and also, there's just the facial expression that she's making. They're so natural, and 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 that's also something that is. Actually, are uh, making the viewers unhappy, and and they're probably now focusing more, and even looking forward to more dramatization. Oh, and this one, and that one, and this one, you know, and mm. um, and we're going to be seeing more of those spoilers on this, um, on the on, on you know on the on the on the content that is being uh, produced for the first lady. I think the producers would definitely um, consider, especially now that the rating is. It's run really high on Rotten Tomatoes. And, of course, at the end of the day, it is business. They're producing this to get viewers. And also, it could be also be good for rating. It's getting publicity. But I don't think it's a good one. And um, there's a lot of content to choose from. And uh, Michelle Obama being, being Michelle Obama, she needs to be represented. Not um, she's, she's way beyond you know, the parting of the lips. Yes. Uh, with that being said, I, I want to ask you a final question around that. Um, what do you think this does for the acting industry? And I think more along the lines of uh, the recreations of certain stories and how actors embody particular characters to sort of become them. How do you think uh, we can move forward in such a light where we don't need to, to pout um, our mouth forward because somebody has a particular shaped uh, sort of gum system going on. How do you think this is going to contribute to the conversation around acting as a whole? 
Yeah, I think it's, it's you know regarding that, it's something that you know this is a good. Uh, I hope the 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 production you know crew can actually take this point because it, sh- it should be something that uh, the physical features, unless the physical features will play a role. I would take a, I would take Ray Charles for an example, you know, and and we all know how the the actor played it so well because of course, you know, the the vision, you know, the glasses. The, the body movement was necessary to be able to depict the character, but in this case, it's not. You know that aspect of Michelle Obama. I actually haven't really noticed that until when I saw the the first lady, and now I have to go look at Michelle Obama's videos, publicly speaking, and it's so hard to find to you know to now match that uh, dramatization from from you know from her. I think we could blame the, you know, the production. I'm not entirely sure why this was needed, but I think it's a good lesson for them to be able to not bring this, you know, aspect of acting if not necessary, unless it's needed in the, you know, in the story. It's not like she's got a disability or something that has to do with the content, unless there is a plot somewhere that we're not sure of. But I think, you know, it's actually like it's insulting in the portrayal of Michelle Obama. All right, for our final hashtag independence is what's trending on social media. And essentially, the regional leader of Madrid's Catalonia is accusing the Spanish government for spying on its citizens uh, following the separatist group's independent bid. What is going on? Uh, yes, it's, it's, um, without, it's actually something that... Uh, uh, I wouldn't say we should be surprised, and this is this is something that happens when when you have. It's like uh, keeping keeping a high on on your enemy in a way, and I don't mm. think the, the Catalans are direct enemies. Of course, what they wanted is independence from from Spain, and they haven't really released any any uh, comments regarding this. And this is something that, of course, it's not. It's actually unnecessary for them to be using this particular Pegasus uh, spy where it's being used by government agencies. And and it also, uh, we there was a story about the, the ruler of Dubai spying on his, uh, on his wife as well. This particular software was was mentioned too. This just something that, you know, the, it, what, what, what is the need is, so, so unjustifiable, you know, as as the, the leader, you know, Pierre also has tweeted about it, saying it's unnecessary and it has actually um, it's, it's an attack on the fundamental, you know, rights and democracy. And if they can be uh, spied on, and um, what is the Spanish government doing to their citizens as well? So it is just something that um, is getting the attention of the. Uh, the, of the you know the other countries are now looking into this. Of course, everyone right now is is trying to look into the the Ukraine Russia war. And with this now happening, it's just something that we do not know what the what the effect would be. And um, but uh, the Spanish government have declined you know to comment on this. And hopefully, maybe soon, maybe this week, they might release a, a statement regarding the accusation. Uh, We look forward to hearing on that. Thank you so much for your time. This is all we have time for. I absolutely appreciate your views, Adekunle.
Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. Thank you. That was the likes of Adekunle Olawabi, who is a social media commentator, helping us go and navigate through uh, the past trends found on Twitter in the past 24